Hi, my name is Kayla Keith, and this is Missing Midwest, a true crime podcast about those that have gone missing. Today's story is about a young girl who went missing walking home one day. Someone knows something. Hello. Hey, hey. You ready for, um, we're back from our break. That's right. We missed you all. We did. Um, thank you for giving us some time off to hang out with the boys. We had fun. Christmas break with two little boys is fun. Um, but we were able to, um, work ahead and get some cases ready for you guys. So that's exciting. Um, thank you to the ones that subscribed and joined us over on murdered Midwest though, because you just couldn't possibly live without us for two weeks. I understand. Yep. At this point we're up to 16 exclusive episodes, including the one yesterday. Yes. John Wayne Gacy was yesterday. Yikes. Big time. Yikes. That guy, glad he's not on Earth anymore. He's he's a wild one. Um, I mean, he was a clown. That's all we need. All you need yeah. to know is that he was a killer clown. Like, yeah. what, bye. Um, yeah, that was number sixteen though in terms of exclusive episodes. So if you're thinking about starting that subscription, uh, you got a pretty big bank. You got a pretty big. You with. are you have some entertainment lined up yeah. for a while. Um, so do consider that. You can go to the website on our link tree. You can find it on our Facebook page or our Instagram bio. Um, yeah, would love to have you. You'll get some stickers. You get a nice little note from us. Helps us keep things moving. We appreciate it. Any announcements? I was going to say, um, Jared McCulloch, um, still missing. Um, I've talked to his mom. There's really been no progress on the case. No, nothing's really happening. We still want to go over there. Um, we just were super, I mean, our boys are We were on. not able to make it happen on Christmas we break. We weren't able to do it on Christmas break, and the boys, I forgot, I signed them up for basketball, and so every Saturday from now until March, we have basketball games, so I don't know when we're going to make it over there, but I still would really like to go. Um, so still keep sharing that. Um, join that Facebook group, because they, his mom and his cousin are posting updates there. Um, I will say, there's, there's a lot of stuff that keeps coming up about <sighs> his past. Like, listen, his past wasn't perfect, and we, we never said Nobody it was. Says. Um, but we do support the fact that, you know, he had really made great efforts to change his life and that things were moving in the right direction for him. Um, it's mm. just sad. It's he just sad to see to missing. No, and no. his mom doesn't deserve to not know where her son is. So right. we're still watching that case, still talking to them and still, um, having plans. We'd still like to go over there. So join that group and keep sharing it. Um, anything else? Um, only thing else I can say is. That our merch store is still there. Still got some good stuff. Kayla's been ballparking the idea of designing some new things. So you'll see some new stuff on there pretty soon if it's not there already. Um, but, yeah, you know what? If you get some of our merch, take a picture of you wearing it or whatever you got Selfie going on uh, and, and tag us. We would love to see that. would love to make a little montage of all of the swag that's out there for Missing Midwest. And uh, we just appreciate the support in any way we can get it. Yeah. You know what's stressful? Buying and selling a house. Just over a year ago, we were in the middle of the process and it was overwhelming. I am so thankful that we had someone like Amber to guide us through the process. She knew what to do and when to do it. You were so concerned about pricing and loans and I was just concerned with the colors and the layout. You remember that? Yes. Amber kept everything in mind and we are in our dream house because of her. If you are looking to buy or sell in or around the Howard County area, you have to give Amber a call or you can just give her a text 765-865- one 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 eight. You can follow her on Facebook at Amber White Realtor slash Broker with Carrie Gruel and Associates. She posts the latest listings, giveaways, and even helpful home tips. We are so grateful for Amber and all her help. Well, you ready for today's case? Let's go. So it's kind of short. 
Um, there's not like a whole bunch on it, but it's one of those cases we mentioned a while back that the FBI oh, yeah. made. They compiled a list of these cases that they think are solvable. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so they... What was it, like 42 or something like that? It was 43. Might have been 43, but a handful of them were in the Midwest. Yeah, so, so. we're going to go through the Midwest ones um, and sprinkle those in here. Even if they don't have a whole lot of information, um, I think it's important to put them out there because for some reason the FBI thinks that these are very close to being solved. Right. So it's and in you our area, remember, we're going to talk about it. There are thousands of missing person cases yeah. out there. So for the FBI to zero in on, yeah. what did you say, 43 yeah. of them? The FBI put a $10,000 reward out on this case because they believe that it's very yeah. close to breaking. Like we say, we end every episode with someone knows something. Like the FBI is like, no, the 100%. FBI said someone knows something. <laughs> someone knows something. We're really close. Let's get the word out there. And, and that's what we're here to do with this episode. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go to Cleveland, Ohio. Um, Cleveland has a population of 367,991 people, and they have um, four, I put four, but I think it's $14 generals. <laughs> There's tons of dollar generals over there. Um, Ashley um, was born, did I say when she was born yet or not? You didn't give us her full name either. What, what Ashley was Nicole Summers. Oh, I, I didn't write it down. I'm sorry. I said it. Ashley Nicole Summers. Okay. She was born June 16th, 1993. Same year I was born. Um, she yeah, she'd be like three months older than you yeah. or younger than you. Yeah. Um, she was 14 years old when she disappeared. Um, she disappeared very close to her home in Cleveland um, in early July 2017. Um, That's recent. Oh, Six years I ago? I said 2017. It's 2007. Guys, pregnancy brain. Um, so she grew up in the middle of a very, very big family, like extended family in Cleveland, Ohio. She was the oldest child, um, and she often stayed home to take care of her younger siblings while her mom, her mom's name was Jennifer Summers, would work. Um, her family members, um, like I said, a big extended family, and they all lived really close together. Um, she loved making people laugh. She was always acting silly. They said she was outgoing, talkative. Um, she loved scary movies fun-loving, um, she had a very strong personality, and she would always act on what she felt was right. Um, so, I mean, she just sounds like a pretty cool kid. Um, her biological father was not involved in her life, um, but like I said, she had a lot of support from her mom's family. Um, however, her family started to notice a drastic change in her behavior and her personality um, right around her 14th birthday. That could just be puberty. I don't know. Teen girls. I. It's a rough time. Um, but they said that she became very um, oppositional and defiant. Um, honestly, that, that to me just sounds like a teenage girl. Um, particularly toward her mother. Same. Um, her mom had a long-term boyfriend who actually helped raise Ashley. And so she just became, like, really, you know, sassy, defiant um, toward them particularly. Um, she was dating a 16 year old boy named Gene Gill. Um, he lived near her house. And so, um, while her mom would go to work, Ashley was at home by herself watching her and her siblings. Well, Gene was often coming over to the house without her mom knowing this. Um, so one summer, um, Jennifer, her mom found out about this little, um, rendezvous. little rendezvous during the day that Ashley was doing. Um, her younger brother told on her shocker. Um, <laughs> Jennifer was not happy about this. Um, she was not supposed to have boys over, uh, while nobody was home. And so she prohibited him from coming to the house. 
which obviously was not going to sit well with a girl and her boyfriend and her annoying mother who wasn't letting her do what she wanted to do and was 14, blah, blah. I'm sure that's exactly how it went down. Um, the tipping point of this mother-daughter feud um, <sighs> came when um, she found out that Ashley stole some money from her purse and got a tattoo of Jean's name. Whoa. <laughs> At 13 years old. Um, Big yikes. 14 now, or right? 14, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, man. <laughs> so Jennifer was just like, I don't know what to do with you, kid. Like, That's honestly like the biggest uh, smack in the face I've ever heard of yeah, like, to the parents. Yeah. Wow. Um, is, so in an attempt to diffuse the tension um, and kind of help with the their relationship that they were having... Jennifer asked her mom, who only lived four miles away, if Ashley could stay with her for the summer. She thought that Ashley would be on her best behavior for her grandma um, and that the space between them might help with the relationship that they had, um, which I think is not a bad idea. People often behave better for their grandparents. Um, and I was like this with my mom. We fought all the time. We didn't become close until I moved away. You never stole her money to no! tattoo my name. I was no. also an absolute stand-up gentleman to you all the time. So your mother liked me more than you. But um, Oh, did I say that on wow. the podcast? Did I say that right here on this that's podcast? That's true. Um, um, she still likes you more than me. But, um, but I yeah, mean, that's... I, I think it was a good plan. Like, hey, let's take this summer and try to like chill because you hate me and I hate you right now, girl. Jeez, um, that's messed up. So... Um, I mean, I'm, 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 I don't have any judgment towards the mom for trying something over the no, summer. I don't, I don't think it would have been my parenting move, but I feel like it had. I don't know um, what I, I don't know what would have been my parenting move after the tattoo incident. Exactly, I don't think any of us can can say what our parenting move would be. After we would that. flip but a coin for a which of one of us was going to jail, and then we would she carry out that plan, plan. And she decided this was the best plan. So. Listen up, if you're a small business owner like myself, you understand the value of time. There is always something to be done, and it's up to you to do it. Your business is your baby, and you rarely can trust others with it. But what if I told you that I had somebody that you can trust, someone that can save you time and help your business grow? I do. With Bow Digital, you have access to an entire team that will be there for you with marketing and advertising. It doesn't matter what the size of your budget or your business is. Bow can help you take the stress of marketing off your plate and free up your time to do more of the things you love to do with your business. Bow is a marketing company and a business partner, but my favorite thing about them is that they have become true friends. You can find out more about them and what they offer at bowdigital.com. Take it from me and put a bow on it. Ashley moved in with her grandma for the summer. Um, she kind of bounced around, though, because, like I said, the mom, the grandma, and then, like, the aunts and the uncles were all super close family, and they all lived within this, like, four-mile radius of each other. And so sometimes she would go to, like, different aunts' houses and, like, stay there with different cousins and stuff like that, like, um, like if her grandma was at work or whatever. But they said she continued to check in with her mom every day. She talked to her mom on the phone every day. Um, in the days before her disappearance, Ashley was at her uncle Kevin's house, um, which wasn't unusual because a lot of, that's where a lot of the cousins hung out. That's where they spent their time. Must've been like cool uncle Kevin. I don't know. Um, on July 9th, 2007. Okay. So if you look this case up, there's a little discrepancy. Some people say it was 4th of July. Some people say it was July 9th. I'm going to go with July 9th because my sources that I were looked into, most of them said that, um, there was a pool party. At her uncle's house um, in Cleveland. That might be why they all stayed at his house. He had a pool. Um, it was near um, the 2100 block of West 96th Street. Um, the people at the party said that Ashley came, um, and she was in a very somber mood. 
They said she was just very quiet. But as the party went on, she became more outgoing, more happy. She got in the pool. She was talking to her cousins and her relatives. Um, Around 6 p.m. that night, she um, left the pool party. She gave her Uncle Keith a hug um, and told her cousins and relatives that she was going to walk to another aunt's house and stay there. Um, She had all of her clothes packed with her, um, but she didn't have a cell phone. The aunt's house was a less than a 10-minute walk away. Um, Ashley never arrived. Never got there. Never seen again. Um, Her cell phone had been broken earlier that day. She did have one, but it had been broken earlier that day. So that could have explained the... Some people said that's why she was in a bad mood at the Mm. beginning party. I mean, I would have been upset if I broke my phone in 2007. Like, for sure. Yeah. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what's at the root of homelessness? I used to try to describe it to my husband that um, I said, I feel like I'm in this big spider web and I'm stuck in there. And how wraparound approaches at missions aim to make a difference? It's the things like that. The people who communicated that in spite of my rough edges, that they authentically cared about me. On the Restorers podcast, we'll talk to experts, investigate current issues, share stories, and give you an inside look at how we at Water Street Mission tackle issues related to homelessness and poverty every single day. Join us by searching Restorers wherever you find your podcasts. Um, earlier in the day, um, before the pool party at Uncle um, Keith's house, oh, I think I might have messed that up. Did I say Keith or was I saying Kevin? It's Kevin. No. Okay. So you have said you have said, I said Kevin. Kevin. Okay. So uncle, you want to know why this is confusing me? I have two uncles, Keith and Kevin. So I am saying the wrong names. The pool party was at Uncle Keith's house. Um, Uncle Kevin's house was the cool house where the cousins stayed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she was she stayed at Kevin's house a lot. The pool party was at Uncle Keith's house. When she left Uncle Keith's house. Um, she didn't have her cell phone. The reason she didn't have her cell phone was because earlier in the day, Uncle Kevin and her had gotten in a fight and Kevin had broken her cell phone. Whoa. He had like smashed her phone. Not cool, Uncle Kevin. Not cool, Uncle Kevin. Um, apparently, according to Kevin, he overheard Ashley um, talking crap or gossiping about other people in the family on her phone and he like took it from her and smashed it because he got mad. That's not a good story. No, it's rude. Get over it. She's 14. She's Seriously. Gonna, she's going to gossip. She's going to talk. Um, she probably has all the tea on the family, too, because she's been staying Bounce with y'all. around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's why she didn't have a phone, and that's why she was in a bad mood, probably because Uncle Kevin was being a jerk. No longer cool Uncle Kevin. No. I'd be at Uncle Keith's house if he had the pool, honestly. Um, anyway, um, so Ashley was known, like I said, for going to different family members' houses. So... Jennifer wasn't super concerned about where she was because she knew she was always with family, but she didn't hear from her daughter for two days. And immediately she's like, something's wrong. Um, She called Kevin um, because she knew that that was where he probably, she had stayed most of the time. He said he hadn't seen her since the pool party. Jennifer knew that Ashley wasn't at her mom's house because she'd already called her. So she started calling the other relatives no luck. Every relative said, we saw her at the pool party. She was going to this, this aunt's house. That aunt's like, no, she never came to my house. So Jennifer immediately went to the police to report Ashley's missing. Um, the police were like, yeah, she ran away, of course. 
Jeez. Police always assume a teenager ran away, um, despite Jennifer saying she she didn't do that and blah blah blah. Um, so Jennifer was pretty ticked off about the police response, and so like any good family or do, she's like, well, we're gonna figure it out ourselves. And so she organized search parties, posted flyers. Um, she was hoping to get like tips of who had last seen her and stuff. Um, mysteriously within like two days of putting up all of the flyers somebody ripped them all down what yeah so that was kind of weird that is weird um, that's really weird yeah <laughs> um so a couple they got a couple tips um but nobody none of them ever panned out and See, like i'd I be said, like looking at surveillance to figure out who the frick took them all down i mean yeah but when you're just a parent and not a police officer nobody has to show you their surveillance or anything it was probably really hard um, oh, yeah, because the, the police still think it's The police said she just ran away. Yeah, so the police weren't helping at this point. Jeez. Want to know what one of the best decisions I have made for myself lately is? Stanley Cleaning Company. In this season of life we are in, with kids, practices, jobs, and pregnancy, it just makes sense to have a little extra help, and in turn, a little extra time. Christine comes to my house every other week and sweeps and mops for me, and I am not kidding when I say it is the best. She leaves my home smelling amazing and literally sparkling. We thrive in a clean environment as a family, and this service is the best thing I've ever spent my money on. It saves me time and energy, two things I'm greatly lacking lately. It can be a simple sweep and mop or a deep clean, home or office. It can be weekly or monthly. It's whatever you need. Plus, it's a local small biz, and you know I love supporting fellow business owners and entrepreneurs. Give her a call or text her and let her know what you want done. 765-860-3606. Like I said, sources, this kind of is where the discrepancy comes and like the date missing because it was... July 4th to the 9th, but the mom didn't report her missing for two days because she was kind of didn't know exactly where she was. Um, so it said that the last known location was near the 2100 block of West 96th Street. Um, the FBI believes Ashley's last known location was near the area of West 44th Street and Tro Bridge Avenue in Cleveland. I do not know where that came from. That's the FBI reporting. I mean, they know more than we they do. They know more than I do, so I'm going to be like, yeah, that's probably true. Right. <laughs> um, four weeks after Ashley's disappearance, Jennifer got a phone call at her work from a blocked number. Um, she answered it, and it said, it was a voice, and it said, Mom, it's me. I'm okay. Don't worry. And it hung up. Jennifer said it did sound like Ashley, but she couldn't wow. be sure. Um, wow. Yeah. How, how long after that was that? Four weeks. Jeez. Um, later that year, November 17th, 2007, Ashley's grandparents were driving along West 44th Street in Cleveland, um, and they saw a girl walking, and her, her grandparents were like, it was her, and they turned. by the time they got the car turned around, that shit, the person was gone. Um, but they, the woman that they saw, the girl, had like short blonde hair, um, which matched a few of the other tips that had been, ca- a few other tips had came in about her being spotted around town with like short blonde hair. Um, nothing ever came of it. Police were never able to verify if it was her or wasn't her. Um, so no, that was the only tips really that they had to go on. Jeez. Um, the FBI became involved in Ashley's case in May of 2008 when the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children brought that case forward to their attention. Um, The FBI Cleveland Division um, started to suspect Ashley's disappearance being linked to um, some other missing girls in Cleveland. Um, Amanda Berry had disappeared on April 21st, 2003 at the age of 16 while walking home from a job. 
Georgina DeJesus, age 14, disappeared while walking home from school in 2004. Um, and then Michelle Knight was a missing woman. She didn't have much attention on her case. Um, however, those were the three girls that they were found safe in 2013. Remember that Ariel Castro that kidnapped, he had been holding, th it like the um, Amanda Berry went dis disappeared 2003 in 2013. 10 years later. He kept her hostage for thir 10 years in his house. Jeez. Well, probably we have to cover that case because it's in, it's crazy. All three of them were alive, but he, um, um, quick overview. They all three like knew his daughters, the girls, because um, they were like 16, 14, and I think Michelle Knight, I don't remember how she was, but she was around that age. Um, and he like lured them into his car, but it was because they hadn't, they knew who he was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he like ended up having like all the windows like boarded up and like all of this stuff. And he, they lived in that house and he like got them, they had kids with him and like, it was Gee, crazy. Whiz. It was crazy. Um, <sighs> yeah, but they ended up escaping in 2013 and, um, they were able to like, but Ashley wasn't one of them, obviously. At, that's why the police thought they went back to that house and they were like, was she ever there with you guys? Like, was it she another girl that he had taken? Um, and they never found any inf any evidence suggesting that she was ever in that house or that he she was he was she was taken by him. So they don't believe that um, that he was um, you know to blame for her disappearance. Um, Gene Gill, the boyfriend, um, he was out of town at the time, um, and he see that's sketch right there to me. He was at a family reunion. Everybody knew he was there. Everybody saw him. He was interviewed multiple times. His story remained consistent. Um, his alibi, lack of suspicion. They never named him as a person of interest. Um, all of Ashley's family was interrogated and given polygraph tests and questioned and interviewed. Um, but those results have never been released of the polygraph test or anything. Um, authorities were specifically interested in the male relatives, specifically Uncle Kevin. Cool Uncle Kevin. Cool Uncle Kevin, um, who also got in a fight with Ashley on the day of her and disappearance broke her and broke her phone. Um, but they never were able to, um, you know, tie him to anything. Did you know the Jefferson House of Flowers has been a local Kokomo florist for almost 100 years? Our trained designers make beautiful arrangements for literally any occasion. You can send flowers for any reason. Birthdays, anniversaries, get well, congratulations. The list goes on. We make flowers for funerals, weddings, proposals, and even proms. Let's be honest. Receiving flowers, whether you're at home or at your work, it makes you feel special. You get butterflies and you feel loved, and that's what sending flowers is all about, the feeling that it creates. Call us at 765-452-8269 and let us create something special and send it out for you. Or you can stop in and see us at 4300 West, 100 North Kokomo. We always have a cooler full of flowers that are ready to go, as well as a boutique full of gifts. Shop local, support local, and send flowers. Um, nothing really happened. Um... January of 2015, there was a woman who was photographed on an ATM security camera in Rhode Island. Um, and the Summers family actually contacted the Cleveland FBI um, to report that they thought it looked like her, like that it looked like Ashley, I which mean, I think it, it does. does. It totally looks like her. Um, she would have been 21 years old at the time. Um, and the photo had been released in Rhode Island as an attempt to identify two people that were running an ATM fraud. Mm. 
And then somehow the fam- somebody sent it to the family, and the family's like, we think this might be her. I mean, that looks like her. Uh-huh. Um, the FBI confirmed it's not her. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, I don't know how they did it, but it looks like her to me. Um, so the most recent development, <laughs> um, which may or may not, you know, mean anything. However, Uncle Kevin, cool Uncle Kevin, um, he pleaded not guilty to charges of... Ready for this? It's like the trifecta. Rape, attempted rape, and gross sexual imposition in 2018. Um, in addition to gross sexual misconduct of several minors. Whoa. He was 55, um, and he admitted to crimes that had happened at his house for over a span of 25 years. Which would have been time frame. Uh, yeah. He was sentenced um, to 35 years in prison in February of 2020. Whoa. Um, around one month before he was arrested, um, the FBI searched his home. Um, despite, like, nothing ever came of it. So they must have not found anything. Um, they didn't announce that they didn't find anything. They didn't announce that they did find anything. So I would say Uncle Jeez, Kevin... Um, coincidences are not my favorite thing. Yeah. Um... On April 13th, 2021, the FBI dug up land in connection with Ashley's disappearance in the area of West 43rd Street and Train Avenue in Cleveland based on a tip. Um, however, they reported that they only found animal bones. Um, in, since her disappearance, they said there have been a few locations that have been checked by authorities. Um, Ashley's social media and her phone activity stopped the day she disappeared. Um, and there have been no phone got broken. (laughs) Yeah. And there have been no confirmed sightings of her since the day she was seen at the pool party. But it sounds like there's a lot of like, I think this was her sightings. Yes. There's been a lot, but that's the the worst. Because it's like, it's either, it makes you hopeful, but then again, like, so, (laughs) um, if you have any information regarding her disappearance, you're asked to contact the Cleveland Police Department in Ohio at 216-623-5005 or call the FBI directly at 216-522-1400. Um, somebody knows something. Somebody the FBI knows something. has quite literally said someone knows something. Yeah. Um, I think Uncle Kevin knows something. So who um, all knows Uncle Kevin? You know what I'm what? saying? Like, who all knows Uncle Kevin? Yeah, Uncle Kevin isn't that cool. Um, no. And there was a reason that the kids wanted to be at his house. Um, there was a reason that Uncle Kevin wanted kids to be at his house. Yeah, don't love um, that at all. And there's one kid that's missing, so I would say, um, sorry, Uncle Kevin. Jeez. I don't think I like you. Um, but yeah, that's the story of um, Ashley Nicole Summers from next door in Ohio. Hopefully um, they can do something. Like I said, there's a $10,000 reward out because the FBI is like, yeah, we can find her. We know what we can find out what happened to her. So, yeah, someone knows something about that one for sure. Someone knows something. This podcast is a So Will I Studios production. So Will I.